0: Greetings, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 14 of Teaching Tales. I am Brent Coley, your host, and with me today, I'm excited. I've got two of my rock star teachers, Donnie Walton and Kelly Ruiz. Donnie Kelly, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, and um, before we get jumping in, if you've read the the show notes, you know what we're going to talk about, but Donnie, just a little background. You're one of our awesome fifth grade teachers.
1: Yeah, so I'm a fifth grade teacher. I'm pretty much... I guess what you call a teaching baby. I've only been doing this for five years. <laughs> and uh, I, I taught uh, fourth grade for three years and now I'm on my second year of fifth grade. And it's my second year here at Alta. Awesome. Yeah. And Kelly? Uh,
2: I have been at this a little while. I, this is my 12th year teaching fourth grade. I taught a four or five combo. But this is my very first year here at Alta, and I'm super excited.
0: We are super excited to have you and you, Donnie, in here too. And for anyone listening, if you, again, like I said, if you saw it on the website or in iTunes, homework, reflecting on homework. And guys, we're having this conversation because just a couple of days ago at our last staff meeting, we had an amazing conversation about homework, but I want to back up the whole title of this podcast is Teaching Tales, it's about stories, so if you're listening Just a a little background of our story as a site. This year, we have gone on a journey, so to speak, a reflective journey about homework. Uh, For a couple of years, I have been studying and researching and reading uh, books like Alfie Cohn's The Homework Myth, if anyone listening, if you're interested, good book, basically what he does, and to summarize it, so if you don't want to read it, I'll just give you the, the Cliff Notes version. There is not because we're at the elementary level. There is no research out there supporting um, the practice of homework as it relates to academic achievement. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's there's not research out there that says that homework equals learning. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, and, and there are a lot of other articles. So this year at the toward the beginning of the year. We talked about that as a staff. Is we ba- I basically brought it to the staff and said, Hey guys, I've been reading about homework. And I'm not standing before you, and you guys will attest, how many times did I say, I'm not saying stop giving homework. Every, <laughs> every time, multiple times. <laughs> every, clearly, very, yeah. clear very clearly. Very clearly. <laughs> it's not stop giving homework. But basically the, the driving question that, that we've asked all of us to consider is why are we doing what we're doing? And, and so as far as homework, why are we giving the homework that we're giving? Is it because I've always done it that way? Or is it because I have a specific learning objective for this? So our overall driving question, why are we doing what we're doing? But the two secondary reflective questions were, were what is the learning objective for this assignment? So if I'm giving a math assignment or a, or a writing assignment, what is my learning objective? is it because it's addressing standard X, Y or Z or is it because, well I've been giving that assignment for seven years Mm -hmm. or for five years so I guess it's just what I'm supposed to do. Sure. Because if the answer to the question is because I've always done it, as we've talked as a staff, that's not the right answer. That's not good enough. And the second question is, what am I doing with the assignment? What am I doing with it once it's Mm -hmm. given? Because I know when we initially talked it's, Do you remember the example I used of withdrawal? I don't know if, mm, it, I, don't it, I don't remember that one. Oh, there we go. The word withdrawal, I used to spell in Yes, oh, I do yes, remember yes, yes, this yes. one. I remember that. Yes. W-i-t-h, yes. Uh-huh. I yeah. used to spell it, so anyone listening, how do you spell withdrawal? W-I-T-H-D-R-A-W-A-L. That's how you spell mm-hmm. withdrawal. Until about five years ago, I spelled withdrawal d- W-I-T-H-D-R-A-W-L. Oh yeah i remember that story. yes and i remember about five years ago typing something in word and it red line underline in red why is that underlined in red yep and 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 it was like are you kidding me i've been spelling it Uh wrong the reason i've been spelling it wrong for all those years i had practiced all every time i wrote it in a checkbook with i was spelling it the wrong way yep so practice doesn't make perfect Perfect practice makes perfect. And going back to homework, the withdrawal example is if students are given an assignment, even if it is purposeful, if they're then turning it in and they're not giving any feedback on it, it could turn into, if they're spelling withdrawal incorrectly sure. over and over and over and over and we're not telling them, we're doing them a disservice. Right. It would be better that they that they didn't even do the assignment. So you guys when we had our conversation on Monday, Kelly, you you raised your hand and shared cuz I asked. So guys, again, this is not a throw the baby out with the bathwater. This is we just need to be thinking about homework and why are we doing what we're doing? Kelly, you you have both of you have been reflecting all year, but you shared kind of your story of how you've done some modification
2: Well, it's it's been a journey in itself. Like, I came very traditional, do homework, this is what they do, spelling, math, Mm -hmm. comprehension, that's what you do, and then for about five years ago, I decided, I I learned about the reading, homework isn't purposeful, and I actually threw it out, and then I realized, hold on, wait a minute, I kind of didn't do it in a purposeful way, Hmm. and I realized that um, the kids weren't prepared for just that, so I actually went back in and, and went back to some math homework and just reading reflection homework Um, but when you had this conversation at the beginning of the school year I thought okay I'm going to take a different direction with this and we did start out very traditional where there was some math homework but it wasn't assigned unless it was something we learned in class and I knew that confidently they could do it on their own at home Mm -hmm. Um, but it was about two months ago three months ago at the semester I finally decided um, the kids were ready they understood um, where we were headed and I just did away with what was happening every week as far Mm -hmm. as homework and traditionally math because my thought was as a fourth grade teacher math is so heavy how could how can I not send it home that was they have
0: to be practicing they have to
2: be practicing there's too much (laughs) to learn this is crazy fourth grade can't do that Mm -hmm. Um, and and I eventually did it and Mm -hmm. and I sent an email home to parents I let them know um, and I had a few parents who did email me back I said if you want homework if you need practice for your child let me know. And I actually got a very friendly phone call. She said, I would like some practice. And then about a week later, I had a concern from a grandparent of a student who was very struggling a lot. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: she wanted some resources. So it got me thinking. And I went ahead and loaded lots of resources on my webpage. So I loaded um, Khan Academy and electronic resources. Mm -hmm. I also loaded um, workbook pages and practice sheets, the reteaching ones that give Um, help to the parents and review for the students Mm -hmm. on how we practiced it in class and I loaded all that up on the webpage and I went over it with the kids and we went over it in the computer lab and I showed them where the resources were we used them in class and then I told the parents that that's where it was Um, so that way they could say you know to their child, what are you learning, and their child can show them sure. how to find the resource. Mm-hmm. And we would talk about it in class. Like if you didn't do well on this lesson today, raise your hand, and they would raise their hand. I said, well, then
1: here's where you could go to. This to is to what y- you yeah. guys
2: should be going home yeah. <coughs> tonight and practicing. This, this, and this. And or, those,
1: and those parents that call you too. Are the parents that sit down with the kid and are probably doing it with them and
2: that's what makes the difference
1: it's it's a big difference
2: it's it's that engagement with the parents it it is
1: it's still Um, teaching at that point they're not just doing homework if if they have that parent or that grandparent calling then then that means that that grandparent or parent is probably sitting with them teaching them which is a a huge difference
2: that's where you're seeing the the growth
1: and not everybody right and so not every not all of our students
0: have that, they, and, not, and they don't, they don't. and they that's don't.
2: that's why it's been so up and down for me. Mm-hmm. And when I did this the first time, I actually did not feel comfortable or confident that mm-hmm. what I was doing was the right way. And I feel so much different now than I did then, right? Because I I started with my kids, mm-hmm. knowing where my kids were mm-hmm. and knowing that they they knew where to go for the resources. And
0: it was diff when you were saying when you were talking at our staff meeting, and again now differentiation.
2: Yes. Is it,
0: that's that's what right. you're doing. Rather than giving 32 students the same worksheet, mm-hmm. you said, and I know you said, hey, if you needed help here, here's a resource that you can work on. If you needed help right. here, here's a different resource that you could work on. Is that?
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And and it's fun because when I come across more resources, then I just add it to the webpage. And then mm-hmm. I get excited. Hey, kids, i got to show you this new thing that I added. And then then we'll log in and I'll show them. And it's and it's developing since I'm new here. I have to bring everything that I used sure. to have and, mm-hmm. and load so it has in, it been
0: more. So. so has it been more probably in the ca- category of optional? Yes. Home, so it's more yes. like the optional homework. I yes. know. And for anyone listening, Scott Bedley, we had we've got episode I don't remember. You can look, but uh, he's, he's just, we did an episode with right, Scott Bedley. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't even remember what episode. Check How the website. Like nine, uh, I think. Yeah, it was nine or ten. Nine, I think, um, but we had as a staff we skyped with him because he does a lot of optional homework. So if you, if anyone listening, if you go to scottbedley.com, you can find information with him because again, like Scott and like we've said, he didn't just throw everything out. Mm-hmm. He tried to make it going back to that p-word, purposeful. Right. What am I giving? Why? Am I giving it?
2: Well, when we Skyped with him, that was what gave me that motivation to take the leap.
0: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like,
2: okay, I, I've done this before. I went back. Now, now I feel way more yeah. informed. Um, and it's...
0: Because the question I remember, I remember personally asking Scott when he was telling us, this is what I've done. I asked him, I'm going to ask you, Scott, the question that everybody, and as the principal, because there's test scores, how has your academic... I mean, when you've done this, what's happened to the achievement? Have scores gone up? Have and he said... They've, they've done just as well, if not higher, not to mention, Donnie, kind of what we were talking about before we started recording. Kids like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, more, they're more fun. They're out playing more. Yeah. I mean, Global School
1: mm-hmm. Play Day, I mean, who Scott it is also... It changes their whole attitude, their whole outlook about school. Yeah. From the minute they wake up, yeah. it, it changes everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I know our goal in life isn't to make a kid happy, mm-hmm. but, right. but as far as the order of operations goes... Number one might be up there as make sure they like school because everything that comes after that is going to be much harder if you don't get that knocked out of the way first. Well,
2: it's it's fostering that I, I remember a vice principal told me years ago that intrinsic motivation. Yeah, you have some kids who have it; mm-hmm. those are the ones who are excited. Mm-hmm. They ask about homework. They yep. they've bid on every single resource you've offered. Yep. Right, but it's the other kids. Yeah, and, and so if and you those can get kids, them happy,
1: yeah, those it, kids are going to do the homework no matter how much homework you give. Because that's what they've always done. And the kids that don't do the homework are going to continue not doing the homework and develop more and more of a negative attitude about it. Especially when it's consequence-based. And we had one of our
0: colleagues shared a story at our meeting of her her son Mm -hmm. who she said last year he hated school because the amount of homework that was given was just... It it was immense. And she said he didn't want to go to school. He hated it. Mm -hmm. This year... Completely different story she said, new administrations come on board they've had similar conversations, reflective homework, what's the purpose? Homework levels gone way down. His interest in school, love of learning mm-hmm. has gone through the roof. Yeah. She said he loves school again and I don't think we can undervalue the the love of learning. I, I agree. mean it's, it's not something that well, let's do a research study on the it's hard it's hard to quantify sure. Passion okay. for learning, love of learning, enjoyment of school, but you see it on the eyes of in the eyes of your kids. Right. I mean, right. I see it on the playground, and when I visit classrooms, you can tell kids who want to be here and kids who don't. Donnie, your your journey, your story. Mm-hmm. Share kind of what your story has been regarding <clears throat> this I think, process.
1: I think I was kind of at the tail end of. I got my credential in 2010, and I think that was kind of like where we started this transition of, are we doing the right thing? And I think for 50 years, it was, this is standard protocol. That's what we're going to keep doing. And finally, I think people started reflecting. And when I when I first started, <clears throat> I had one master teacher who was like, it's homework. It's every day. This is what we do. This is what we've done. That's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. And then as I started to teach, it, it became more about, I just felt like I was constantly giving them points or, or, when they turn in the work, do you have points for this? Do you have points for this? No, you didn't turn that in. So it's, you're not getting your points. And mm-hmm. I started to realize that it really wasn't doing anything except the most thing that it was, the thing that it was changing most was my grade book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, this is going to change the grade book constantly over and over again. And I, and I think what we found and, and my whole fifth grade team does this for the most part, we're on the same page Really, homework for me has to be a continuation of what was happening in the class, mm-hmm. if at all. It, the homework that goes home with me, they've started, they've worked on it, and most of them have probably finished it. Mm-hmm. That way, when they go home, it's not a matter of, I have no idea what this is, and now I have to learn from this piece of paper. Because how many because, times? Because the parents may not be there, yeah, like I you said earlier, oh, I, and to yeah. teach them I operate, how to do it. Yes, well, and the ones I operate, that are
2: struggling usually are the yeah, ones who don't don't have that resource
1: exactly yeah. so I operate under the assumption that they go home alone and the parents because that's the they, only fair way to do it and if right. their parents were there yeah or it's, not their, it's, well, it's not right. their job it's not their job it's not their job and that's our job and it's not, not the them. piece of papers job either yeah and and if you send a kid home saying okay they 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 kind of don't have it yet but once they once they do this paper they're gonna have it I, I don't see it like that I see it as this is a continuation of what we just learned and now you might have to practice it a couple times at home But for the most part, you're done in class, and if you didn't finish it in class, hey, now you have a little bit of extra motivation to do what you should be doing in class in the first place, which is get it done. And the other half of that is, just like you, I I try to provide as many resources as I can. I mean, Doceri's been great. We do Doceri videos constantly. And even in the Doceri video, I, I reference whatever we're working on that day. And I say things like, hey guys, if you're home and, and you didn't happen to finish this and you're, you're, let's look at number 12 together, just in case it's a kid that moves a little bit slower and they go home and they have to finish it. And they watch the video and we do it together. It's, it's almost like I'm still doing my job even though I'm not yeah. there. But again, it's, for me, it's just a continuation of what we're doing and, and no more. I never count on a, on a paper to teach the, the concept. No, and, and if
0: I can, real quickly, if mm-hmm. anyone's listening thinking, what is Doceri? Mm. What Donnie does and one, of, and one of our other fifth grade teachers and multiple teachers is it, Doceri is an app on the computer and the iPad, and basically they're annotating and doing math problems and, and uh, talking it through the right. process. And then they put that up on the website so that the kids, yeah. if they get stuck or, like you said... Mom and Dad,
1: and who, that's haven't, who haven't done yep. this, it's
2: a brand new kind of math. It's yep. so it is.
1: It's to- with it, it's hard because one, it's fifth grade, and a lot of them forget. And yeah. two, it's Common Core, which it's is core. this is not how the I learned conceptual. it, and that's out of the mm-hmm. comfort level for yeah. so
2: many parents. So the, the, no, that's I've been wanting to do your videos. That's that's my next step.
1: That, I'm always nervous that about resource. the videos, right? Because I'm
2: like,
1: <laughs> I tell other teachers, "Hey, it's on there, but you don't watch it. Just let the kids watch it." You know, because these aren't perfect videos. Right. These are videos that we make in class with the kids you know the door opens kids sneeze you tell a kid hey sit back down or or the things happen i write sloppy because i'm learning so fast in doseri and i just think oh man don't look at this it's so embarrassing but but really i do i I do tell parents hey this video's on there if you want to help your child and and it's it's huge to them because we did it in class together and they go home and they're like oh yeah i remember to do this And, and that's again if they if they even didn't finish their work yeah
2: and, and I think lots of times what I'll do, too, it's a good gauge is I'll have a conversation with the kids after a lesson, and I'll tell them, how many of you get this, you're fine. How many of you get this, but you need a little bit more practice?
1: Exactly. How many
2: of you don't get this? And when I look at that, I'm like, okay, I know my small group for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I said, for those of you who need a little bit more practice, this is when you can take it home. Right. Practice a few, and then let's talk about it tomorrow. Or, right. or the only time it might come home is if I want to flip it. I want you to try it. I want you to look sure. at it. And then tomorrow... Let's see what your questions were because I is, want to spend more time on the discovery, which is even and, but harder. But that's so far and few between,
1: yeah. It's um, even harder to do that because they're like, But I don't get it, it's like just right. try it. And, I said, and, and, yeah, and it, what were
2: your questions? Or spend 10 right. minutes or right,
1: right, write them down if
2: I really want to play with something because I have a different activity. But um, well,
0: in those, those videos, as you said, that I just pulled because I used to do the same before there were iPads, but I pulled it up. I used to make similar videos, mm-hmm. but in terms of when you said, Well, don't watch this, it's just for the sure. kids. For anybody listening, and Kelly, I mean, you, I and we'll help you get started if you need. But the impact and the reach that you can have outside of your classroom yeah. is—I um, mean, I'm looking here. I did a, a video on least common multiple and comparing fractions. It's got 3,300. Wow! Units. Wow! Now that's not—I mean. You're not getting paid I'm not gonna yeah. quit my job because I'm a YouTube star now. But it's
2: that many reasons. But
0: my but it's like wow and i have I've gotten comments from homeschooled kids who are like, Thanks so much, this helped me. If you put it out there, you don't know who Right. It's 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 not just your thirty two kids that, yeah. that are that are seeing that. Sure. So But you mentioned grades. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that too is, is and as you were saying that I jotted down a note because I wanted to make sure and share this story, is, is there is so much, as kids get older, the emphasis on grades mm-hmm. as opposed to learning. I mean, right. And I have had um, my daughter, who is in high school, and she's a very good mm-hmm. student. She's very compliant, does what, like you said, Donnie, earlier. There's some kids who are going to do what they're supposed to. They're going to do what they're supposed to do because they're told to do it. Right, right. And my daughter loves learning, but <laughs> she's also very compliant. She's right. going to do, teacher told me to do it, I'm going to do it. Sure. Um, but I told our staff is second to, next to the texting app, her favorite app on her, remember what I, her oh, favorite yeah, app it's is ARIES, it's ARIES, <clears throat> which is the grade book that our district uses. Right. She's constantly checking, she's checking, what's my grade? Yeah. what's my grade and she has some amazing teachers but like you said earlier about homework this is kind of the way it's been done one of the whole purposes of recording this podcast was guys you need to come on and record with me because more people need to be having these conversations because her when I say baby how was your day at school today more often than not it's it was good I got a blank I got a 95 on my math test Oh, it was good. I found out that I got a blank, mm-hmm. and so often it's, it's all really it's it's not nah. grades. Yeah. And I've asked her, did, did you learn anything? What you learn? Did you learn? <laughs> oh, of course, I learned something, Dad. But that we we need to shift away from what you mentioned earlier. It's affecting my grade book. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be. It, that should be. Yes, we have. There's things that we. No, I'm not discounting But no, that we want to
2: document responsibility. But, but that
0: shouldn't be our focus. Right. And right. when we talked, and when we talked the other day, and I know before we started recording, you you were hesitant because, and we talked about this, and our and most of our teachers are like, we asked ourselves the questions: Are we doing our students a disservice because by not necessarily doing away with homework, <clears throat> but but reducing the level of non purposeful homework, are we setting our kids up? I think, Kelly, you'd asked, it's like this was, you said, and I was yeah, hesitant because, Donnie,
1: because yeah. when they get to middle school, right? And Donnie, you shared, are you, are you, yeah, if yeah. you're so, not comfortable? No, I, I constantly ask myself, am I doing the wrong thing? Because we hear kids be prepared in middle school with 30 to 40 minutes of homework per teacher, be prepared. And I sit back and I think, Am I not preparing them? Am I am I doing the wrong thing? Because I'm not giving them at least, you know, my that should be forty minutes from me. Am I not doing the right thing? But then <clears throat> I talk to parents that say, you know what though, they went into middle school with a good attitude, ready to go, and they were ready to handle it because they had a positive approach to school. I mean, one of our students that I see almost weekly here because he still hangs around is yeah. is he he went from I don't want to be here to I'm happy to be here, and now I can attack it. And, mm-hmm. and But I, I still do ask myself, am I preparing them enough? Am I preparing them enough for next year when they're getting this?
2: Yeah, I, that's what exactly what I was thinking in the beginning of the year when you brought it <coughs> up. I thought, I have been tackling this for so many years. Mm-hmm. Am I doing them a disservice? Because not only am I teaching them, I've, I'm teaching them life skills. Yep. So I'm teaching them not only to be... Um, to be educated, but to be responsible and <clears throat> organized, yeah. and and to be ready for the load coming up. Right. And and I've always told parents we're scaffolding it, we're supporting them, but that's always been my thought. So it was my, the scariest thing is thinking, I'm going to do this, but am I really hurting right. them in the long run? Because yeah. they're going to go and then they're going to have homework in every class for a very long time.
0: And the question that was brought up in the meeting that many like, raised their hand and said like. Are the middle schools having this
1: conversation? Yeah, because I don't think they're happy with what sometimes what we send to them because they are not groomed for that workload. And and, and so that also makes me reflect, oh, boy, am I, you know, I'm right. I'm, I'm only five years in, so I'm still thinking, okay, I, I question myself all the yeah, time. Yeah,
2: like am I teaching them enough discipline? Yeah. You know, and I look right. at my kids. I do. I, I have gone <clears> back and <throat> forth. I look at my kids who are already motivated. And they're fine with homework. They're happy. They're smiling. Yeah. I know they're going to be okay. So I thought, well, if I can create that motivation in my other kids, if I can do that, then no, I'm, I'm not doing them a disservice is some of the thought that I've been having. But, you know, I, don't, I would love to know how it's going to feed But you,
1: you. tell you said to me, I don't know if I'm going to have them ready for your class. Because I, I, I know you guys have more work than we do in fourth grade. But I look at it as, well, it's my job to have them ready for my class right. is the way I see it. Yes, you're scaffolding them. Yes, you're building them up. But you're building them up to be a great end-of-the-year fourth grader. Right. And when I inherit them as beginning-of-the-year fifth graders, I scaffold on top and of take that. that
2: a little So bit then
1: when, I, when I'm feeling doubtful about it, when I'm feeling like am I doing the right thing, then I, I kind of try to tell myself that is it's my responsibility to get them ready for to be an end-of-the-year fifth grader.
2: Or maybe and, what they're capable of doing and,
1: and, at that yeah. age. Well, and... No, I, 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 I just, know where you're gonna go I, with this I, I already I think I know where you're go, gonna go, go with it is is I worry that they're doing this next year so should I be doing it this year because that's what is on deck
0: what when, when yes it, in our meeting when we talked it's like because that's the age-old argument well you hear <clears throat> elementary school teachers say well I have to I have to do this I have to give them a bunch of but could be non purposeful work because that's what they're going to get in middle school. And middle school teachers saying, Well, I have to give them a whole bunch of stuff because that's what they're going to get in high school. Or college teachers or high school teachers saying, Well, they're going to get a lot of lecture in college. Mm-hmm.
2: So, they have
0: to figure so, out so they're hand. going to have to get used to it. I mean, mm-hmm. become immune to it, stomach, which right. what we're really saying is so because they're going to be subjected to poor instructional strategies. Or non-purposeful work in the future, we should hate them now. <laughs> we should get them used to it. Make them get used to the bad taste of something that isn't. And when we were, t- it's like kind of like I was biting my because. Yeah. But you're but you're right because I think I have been guilty of giving. When I was in the classroom, did I give homework assignments that weren't purposeful? Mm-hmm. Sure, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Ab- ab- and I think I, if we're yep. honest, every single one of us has done it, and I was guilty. I've like, probably done it this year. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm, and, and, and I did a lot because yeah. nobody ever asked me this. Nobody ever asked me to reflect on this question. But I, I think, and for anyone listening, that's that's the whole purpose. I mean, after our meeting, I laid in bed that night thinking we have got to record, we have got to tell this story mm-hmm. with more people. Just the be- process. Just
1: because. Because that's what it is, we haven't
0: figured becau- it out. No. Oh my god. And,
2: and it's still a process. It's a, it's I still it's feel a like
0: and it's a there's
2: so many different ways to make it better and. Ye-
0: this, not, this isn't gonna be done this year. Right. Right. This isn't gonna be done next year. Right. This is a, oh, I mean.
2: It's been a process for me for like five years. Probably. And, 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 I mean, and five,
0: 10, 15 more. Yeah. We're con- our, what's our theme, it's on my shirt right here. We're pursuing Excellence—that's our school's theme. We haven't arrived, so anyone listening, don't call or email saying, "What's the magic? Yeah. What's the magic solution?" Because we don't have it right now. Our solution is, is
1: just thinking about it. Our solution is—we've
0: asked ourselves the question: Why are we doing what we're mm-hmm. doing? And if—and if you're an elementary school teacher at any grade level, in homework or shoot, in your class, why are you doing what you're doing? And if the answer is, because I've always done it this way, not okay. And if you're at a middle school level, if, if, you're, if you're giving homeworks or, or ask yourself, why am I giving what I'm giving? And if you're doing it simply because, well, I have to get them ready mm-hmm. for this, because, Kelly, you can build responsibility. You were saying it. You're building responsibility. Just saying, here's three homework assignments. You better bring it in tomorrow completed. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, now you're responsible. Yes, that is one way of building responsibility. But again, if they're doing a worksheet that they didn't need, mm-hmm. it, and and then maybe they're not getting feedback on it, yeah, right. They, I would rather right. they didn't do it because if you're giving them, hey guys, here's my website, check out, there's 20 things that you could be doing. And if you say, hey student A, Billy, if you need work here, you're mm-hmm. teaching them to be responsible in terms of, taking control of their own learning, set their own goals. And
2: and that's what I, that, I think that's what I've been playing with that mm-hmm. this year. That's that's and that's my goal, too. Helping them to figure out what it is they need to learn right. and finding a resource. And for some kids, they've caught on to it easy. And for others, that's where I'm still learning. Yeah. How could I help <clears throat> them um, pick those resources? That's and definitely been my focus.
1: And this is like, I think this is my summer project, which sounds like... A lot of fun to everybody i 'm sure, but <laughs> I, for anyone listening I, with, education. since we 're on standards,
0: uh-huh. I
1: think that there's a format where you don 't have to tell them what to work on
2: mm-hmm.
1: we i 'm just envisioning like a portfolio or a digital portfolio with the standards <laughs> listed in child language yeah. in a student 's yeah. language with a one through four scale and say, "Hey you guys and, and just checking them off with them you know we, we do an assessment, we do a formative assess, or a summative assessment. And we, we see where they're lacking, and when we make a note of it in their in their portfolio or whatever it is, I'm just spitballing. I'm just with, thinking of something that they they're, can they're,
2: access online,
1: <clears throat> or with, and they're they're going to demonstrate their learning. Yes, when they've demonstrated. Ex- exactly. So, ma- so wh- once they see so you can do it, hey, we could check this off. And and if I know where I'm at a point where, uh oh, I've already taught that standard, and I and we're getting ready to move on, and you're still here at a one or a two, your homework tonight is to take a look at one of your one or two rows where you're lacking. Right. and I mean. Maybe just try it out math. I'm just... I mean, these are all just things that I've thought about in my head. Like, well, how can I How can I make it so they go home and they're driven? They have, a, driven. Tool. They have right. a tool. I know where I'm lacking. I know what to focus on. Not write your spelling words in alphabetical order or write each letter in a different color of the rainbow or s- something like that where Purpose. it's purposeful.
0: Purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think... We'll because we could continue to talk, but it's we're recording this on a Friday. You guys need to go home, but I will just end it with one short story: is learning homework does not necessarily equal learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that that homework is a sacred cow. Homework is something that you just say. People have very firm beliefs. People who've been teaching five years, twelve years, (coughs) thirty years that's something that that people have strong beliefs about but i have talked with a parent um, this year who said my, my child came from another district they had they had they had higher test scores and they gave more homework and the message behind the statement was they gave more the homework logic
1: says that more homework they equals. gave more
0: homework therefore they had higher test scores mhm I, and my question would be, did they have higher test scores? And once again, test scores are not the be-all, end-all. Did they have higher achievement? Was it because of the homework?
2: Or who was helping them?
0: Or despite the despite, homework? Right, right. Because, wow, I mean, like, because again, the research is not there. There's not research that, that supports it. And, and again, the purpose is, the purpose of this is not to, hey, everyone, if you're listening here, throw out all your homework. Although there will be people who... Who would support that mm-hmm. that's not where we are right now we are just think about what you're doing not just homework and everything in life. why are we doing what we're doing because if we if we can't answer that question what's the point what's if we can't answer that question we are not doing anybody any favors on our students and our parents and everybody those are our, those yeah. are the kids and the people that
1: we serve so yeah and you know I know you want to wrap it up yep. but I got one more thing go sorry. I know that people listening to this are saying, you guys are doing this them a disservice. There are people that are saying, you're not teaching responsibility, but I just want to say responsibility doesn't have to equal misery. It does not have to. <laughs> we do, my kids are so responsible to each other on a group project that we do, where I don't, I mean, I have them begging to do it, yeah. because it's a project they're interested in, they're bought into it, and... I mean, I literally give them a folder with every single student's work in it and it comes back every single day without fail and and they're ready to share it the next day. It's about as responsible as you could get because I don't have backup copies of the project we're doing. (laughs) Sometimes I copy it just in case, but but they are Motivated. motivated. They're into it and they're responsible and they're not miserable and you don't always have to have the two. Mm. To, to teach it, and and I struggle with that because I'm like, gotta teach responsibility, gotta teach it. But there are other ways. So I think we're. I'm still finding that that's still. Well, it's I'm embedded.
0: It's embedded in what. It's almost like the poster behind me, the six pillars of character. Well, we have to teach character education. Do you stop? All right, math math class is over. Time to teach character. Mm-hmm. N- no, mm-hmm. you. It's embedded in everything, everything that you, you do. do. Mm-hmm. Same responsibility can be embedded in everything that you do. So. Friday, guys. Right. Oh, to Go home. So, <laughs> Kelly, thank you. Yes, Donnie. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. And, yes. and for anyone listening, hopefully you've gotten something out of this. Again, moral of this story is ask yourselves the question: why are we doing what we're doing? That's what we're asking. It's not an easy answer. It's a long, like you said, Kelly, it's five years. We've got many more. It is a process, but the people we serve are our students, and if we ask ourselves these questions, we will be doing them. we'd be doing good by them so kelly donnie thank you so much everyone listening thank you so much for uh tuning in uh we really appreciate it if you haven't done so already make sure to subscribe in itunes or google play and if you like what you hear drop us a review or a comment and until next week have a good one